here we go. I'm going to do my best just to recap where we were and then get into stuff. So, to recap, we have met Ori, we've met Maribel, they've gone through school, they've had prom, they fought, they made up, they had sex, Maribel went missing, Ori's high school got shot up, oh, forgot, his best friend at the very beginning gets sent away to a special military camp for gifted people, then Maribel arrives, and the story gets going, his best friend comes back, him and his buddies from school, in quotes, shoots up the high school graduation of Ori's, but Maribel's not there, she's gone missing, quote, again, in Ori's, um, in, in Ori terms, because he doesn't know her fucking story, which is that essentially she's trying to just live a normal as life as possible while also being on the run from people that are hunting her down and her dad, and they've already got her mom. So, Ori, um, we get into, so his high school gets shot up, his mom dies. At the end of the episode, or at the end of book one, we find out that Ori um, is, Ori meets Agent K, he also meets um, Titus Satoshi, Toodle, no, Titus Satoshi, Lucky, and Holly, um, and while at Maribel's house, while he's looking for her, he obviously encounters Agent K, who tells him that, and explains to him, and shows him that this young boy, at the age of 17, 18, is the savior of the planet. When Titus and Satoshi, Lucky, and Holly show up to um, find him, they find him with Agent K, and Satoshi takes on Agent K, and Ori runs away. To He runs and runs and runs, and finally finds himself in an alley where he sees these two guys, just probably like kids to young young adults, like early tw- late teens, early 20s, um, picking on a small defenseless little dog and they're mutilating it a little bit like they're like cutting its ear because they're assholes and the dog's crying out right that's what caught, catches Ori's attention so he uh he asks them to stop they say no they try and approach him he fucking loses it because he's had the worst day ever and it's not necessarily the best time for his gifts to come out but he has picked up some new gifts because what people will discover later is that Ori has the ability to absorb other people's gifts, and as long as he can use his imagination, or continue to use his imagination, he can use those gifts however the fuck he pleases. He learns them, he understands them, he integrates them, he uh, connects them together, he integrates those, and they all become one big arsenal that he can use with gifts. Because he's the savior. And so he, uh, he rages, and these guys disappear into, like, nothingness, and he faints to the ground, and we end book one with Doodle, his new golden doodle puppy, curling up beside him. We start off the next time, so we're jumping into book two. Book two gets us, um, it's split into two, so we start off with Ori's story, and we catch up with Ori, it's, um, it's one, it's either one or two years later, and he is with Doodle, he's, um, I feel like he's met a new person, 
and he's doing the best, and and she's helping him. Um, he can't do uh, he can't do any gifts anymore. Like he's broken. And this uh, the person that he's with, he either is with this person or he sees someone. But here's the gist of it all: um, somebody helps him um, break free, and he starts to. He starts to have all these visions, and the beginning visions are these horrible of of this horrible place, and it it could be like it might be dreams to him, but he sees he he has these visions because he picked it up from Titus, and he starts to see. Well, as this as 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 his gifts slowly come back, he starts to this this he starts to have visions, and this one vision or or all of the the visions start at a place and slowly like they're chronologically going back in time um, they show this picture of this horrible place where a bunch of people are attached to machines they show uh, a young child possibly toddler possibly younger um, attached to this machine they show um, that the that's in pain that all of the people that are attached to anything that are in pain and you see a whole bunch of Asian people monitoring it and doing shit and it's also possible that you see machines but uh, monitoring people too, like robots and whatnot, but we're not there yet. And so these visions lead us back to Ori seeing um, the, the, the mother's or the, the, the mother of the child, which is Maribel, who he has forgotten about because of his blackout. And this brings back all of these memories um okay sorry i'm gonna get back to this i got distracted by textuses um okay so Um, anyways, so we, we know that Maribel is the mother of this child, and we also get glimpses of where she is, how the child got, like, we don't get a lot of stuff about Maribel because we're going to learn about her story in the second part of book two. So, um, Ori has all of these visions with Doodle. Um, knows and, and eventually realizes that it's Maribel. Knows that he's got to go save her. Knows that he's got to go do the right thing. And basically off and leaves. Gets captured. Because at the time, what um, in the story it'll be in there, but it'll be really in the background, so you'll have to pay attention. It'll start talking about how um, there's... Uh, there's been... the. the there's a, a collective of the union, we know this, right? And they've been using selected gifted people, probably ones that they trained in their schools, to go off and commit crimes so that it makes it look like gifted people are dangerous. So then the gets the public involved, and, and they have, um, by, by the time that... I, it could even be a few years later where uh, there's a new president who's been in the U like from the, the union has placed this guy into a position of power. A mandate goes out that says all um, 
please inform authorities if you see anybody with gifts. And what happens is the gifted, those that support the gifted, all of that stuff get rounded up and Ori becomes one of them and he right, he gets tested and he doesn't have a chip. He refuses to have a chip. They capture him. They take him because they know that he's gifted. Right? And what these people don't know is that there's trains that go in and out, either above ground or underground, that send these uh, gifted people, when it's their time, in quotes, to another location where their gifts are stripped. That's life, I guess. And they're uh, decomposed. And then those gifts are packaged into technology and sold back to people who can't have gifts or don't know how to have gifts or just aren't able to have gifts in that sense. So, Ori is being transferred, sees Titus, sees um, Lucky and possibly Holly but not Satoshi because Satoshi dies basically at the end of book one. And through his time with Lucky and Titus and all of them, he starts to have more and more visions about this. Um, like, he, he, he just knows that he needs to go and save Maribel. So, like, he needs to get his gifts. Like, they need to break out. And so they formulate a plan. They figure it out and they get out. Whatever happens, however they get out, is still needed to be decided upon, but they get out. And they form a party and... Or just like, we need to go to this building. And it's, um, I don't know how to describe it yet, but they go to the building, they break in, and he's just like, we have to save this girl. So this is near the end of his book, like his part of the book. And he meets up, uh, he, he, they basically battle through this building and eventually probably in the middle of it because what you'll find out in Maribel's story is that when she's released, she goes, she gets, so at the end of the book, or no, at the end of Ori's part of the book, we finally see Maribel for the first time, but she looks somewhat different. She's a little bit more grown up, a little bit more like a woman, like a little bit more as a woman. Um, has has kind of lost a lot of the the cute factor to her, but she's got like a no, more of like a, a a woman's present now, a little bit more power. But she's broken too, and we'll find out why she's broken as well. But um, they fight at the end of Ori's book. Her and Ori fight, and and Maribel's now been trained as an assassin. And soon to become, at least in book three, one of the world's greatest assassins and like the most wanted person on the planet. One for the betrayal against the, the New Agent Empire, basically. And um, two, because she just goes up and fucking kills a lot of people. Because she just doesn't give a fuck. Because... Her story is not as nice and simple as Ori's. 
So they fight. Eventually, Maribel has him pinned. And she looks at him. And she looks in his eyes. And she, there's, there's something there. And she pauses for a second. And Ori's basically like, Maribel, it's me. Ori. And it stuns her. And I always thought that his book ends with like them kissing, like him kissing her, and the again just like prom, it lights up, and she snaps out of it and realizes, like, sees him, and it all floods back, and that's the end of his book, or his part of the book. So we get into part two of the book, and it's all Maribel and. It starts off back in high school, like three years ago, when she's climbing down his ladder, and two of Jacob's buddies that we saw at the uh, high school kidnap her. And we see her training. We see her belly getting bigger. We see um, them, her giving birth to the baby. We see the baby getting... Um, taken away from her so that she never knows. She gets pushed into a different direction. They completely break her as a human being as much as possible to the degree that it can only really take Ori to break her free. She gets sent off on missions, succeeds, becomes uh, an assassin, really learns her skill, learns her gifts, um, becomes proficient with weapons, becomes a fighter, becomes a warrior, basically, in a sense, but like 100% self-made, but also an assassin, um, uses sex and whatnot to, you know, like her sex appeal and all of those things, like a, I don't know, I guess what I would imagine a female assassin to do to seduce men and, and get them into comparable positions and kill them or whatnot. And so... That's a lot of her story. She doesn't know where her son got taken to. And by the end of like the first or second year for her, she basically is um, not necessarily a zombie, but she's forgotten about her kid. And, or like, she... It's kind of like a blackout spot like how Ori blacked out right like they they basically they basically hypnotized her into forgetting that she had a, a past life period and that she's just this assassin like just this ruthless killer that stops at nothing to get the job done so fast forward fast forward fast forward that's pretty much what I have for her story there and so we get to the end, they fight, he kisses her, breaks her free. Um, it might not even be that they fight, it might be at the very, 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 very end. So like not the end of his book, but at the very, very end in her book that they fight. It might just be, or he gets to a certain level and he sees her. And she's just standing there in this place. And he's standing there. And she draws two swords. We cut to her story. That all begins. 
At the very end of her story, we get to see her and Ori fight, or at least she fights Ori. And so, okay. Yeah, so she fights Ori and eventually gets to a spot where Ori kisses her, wakes her the fuck up, and they agree that it's time that they go get their son. At least save him, free him from the torture that they have. So, we now jump into book three of volume one, the very first volume. We're still in the adventures of Maribel and Ori. We haven't gotten to any other spots yet. So, this is all just, this would be in one volume, three books, right? And then split into chapters, which would look like comic books. So, it would be a graphic novel. Um, that's basically the idea. So, we get into book three. Ori, his party with Maribel, they go off to, they do one of two things. They either go find more people, or they go off to scout this location and then go find more people. But I don't think they would. I think if they like saw the location, Maribel wouldn't stop and neither would Ori to like do something. So they the the first part of the book book 3 is their adventure rescuing their son. They finally get there, they break him free, they break free tons of people and basically have to put like they they carry their son out, but they burn the rest of the building because everyone's too far gone. And literally, like, they put to rest all the gifted people that they possibly can. Um, and, and, and the operation of that, and, and they take their son. So, by the time that they get to their son, it's, he's, the, the, the child is basically already too far gone. Like, their bo his body's fucking crippled and its head is like it's literally on it's like on life support there like they basically drained this poor fucking kid of pretty much anything it can because this kid turns out has the ability of transferring gifts from one to the other and the new asian government learns about this and finds a way to attach this kid to machines so that it can do the same thing of extract gifts from one, because it can also, because of his dad, connect to machines, because Ori has that power. And so, right, this kid's a mixture of both his mom and his dad. Unfortunately, the kid never had an opportunity to shut his eyes and escape. Right, from the moment that it was born, it was put basically into this position to figure out what gifts it has. It was like, essentially, if you really wanted to think about it, it was set and scheduled for development to see what gift it has the moment that it... To, to see what gifts they were going to... Um, I forget what they were doing. They, they were just capturing gifted back then because they knew that... Um, I forget why. They were, they, were, they, they were capturing gifted and using the gifted to, to build their shit with. Right, because gifted people can can do special things, and so they were seeking out gifted people. And really, at the end of the day, you can't put a bunch of gifted people together and not think that they're going to, like, it. It was more so for power and control, I think, back then. And in the moment that they found this kid, 
they were like, holy shit, whole different enterprise opened up. And they started to pump out, they, they, they started to pump out um, this technology that you could, and this chip that would allow you to enhance yourself with gifts. And the United States bought it because they're all part of it anyways. And so the first little bit of the book is them rescuing the sun, putting the sun to, to, to rest, uh, and then, then going back and, and rescuing, like going back to the facilities that are transferring all of these gifted, the ones that Ori was in and the ones across um, the country, to, to go and free the people in there. So now that they're out, they, they go back in and they start freeing all of the people that they possibly can. And by probably like a third into book, book three will be the beginning of the civil war between the gifted and transhumans. And at the end of that book, Maribel and Ori take off because Maribel finds out that finds finds out where her mom is and that's basically all she's been looking for since she was free. See, this is this is what people won't notice up until a certain spot is the majority of this story is shown through Ori's eyes and he loves the fuck out of this girl, but she doesn't necessarily feel the same way about him. And she doesn't have to. It's her life. And her main mode of operations and his are two different things. So she um, wants to find her mom and he wants her to be with him. Conflicting, right? So she finds out where her mom is and decides to go. Ori finds out about this and meets up with her. Um, where she is, like he was out in battle, comes back because he's fighting the fucking transhumans who are relentless on the gifted and want to basically wipe all of them out or capture them and whatnot for no, not understanding the overall idea of why they're capturing them. They just want to capture them. So, mm, that's better. One second. We're talking book finale here. So, um, Maribel wants to go and fight, but Ori's just like, look, I've seen this. You, you know, like it ends badly for us. Let's not go. And she basically is just like, well, you can go live your life. I want to go live mine. And he compromises with her and says, why don't we take on the real thing? Why don't we, you know... Because she has this moment where she's just like, I want to kill all of them. Like, she really just doesn't give a fuck. They took her, they, they, they took her mom, they took her dad, they took her kid, they took, you know, like, that's basically all she really had except for him. And she doesn't really technically want him. He's just a really good, like, he's, he, he loves the fuck. She knows that he loves the fuck out of her and will be there for her no matter what. But she 
when it comes to those types of things doesn't necessarily really want to be with him or maybe doesn't even have the capacity to to be the 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 being that he sees in her but she agrees with him that they can postpone uh saving his mom and they go off and they instead attack the genetics lab or somewhere i think it's the i think i want to do it as the genetics lab in new like when one of the main cities in new asia where it's known that the high chancellor hides in and he hides in the very very basement down this big huge copper statue <clears throat> so maribel and ori take them on take take on this this um it to me it looks like an old school hospital with like it's almost like a cross but it's or like an x or a plus i guess it looks like a plus with like the middle area is this huge statue going up and then there's wings with like and it's all glass and it's, it's although it is somewhat dimly lit in the daytime probably looks really really nice but they're fighting it at night and they go in and they attack and they actually get through pretty much everything very very easily until the very last battle where they see this huge massive monstrosity of a being and it's not human it's machinish more machine than human if you want like it's 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 gone beyond cyborg and it's like basically like full machine except for um someone's consciousness added into it so and it's called lucifer and it's this giant more than likely made out of gold and when light shines on it it blinds you and shit like that just giant like we're talking like seven feet to ten feet tall right towers over everything big um and it Literally, Ori and Maribel are such like so good at fighting that it literally just uh, it misses everything because they're fighting in Maribel's invisible world, and so they um, this thing's just fucking swinging haymakers at it, and finally, finally connects to Ori, and he becomes visible because he's out of Maribel's um, he's out of that world like. He gets taken out of the, the, the world that they're in. In, in. in the internal world where they're... Whatever. Uh, like Maribel's world or Ori, Ori's world, whatever it is, in the internal where they, they're fighting, he gets knocked out of that and back into the physical. And... The Lucifer grabs it. So, so Maribel gets out of the, her world and back into the physical. And you... One of the scenes you just see Lucifer holding Ori up, and Ori is basically next to dead. One shot almost kills Ori. And it reaches back, and before it can do anything, Maribel stabs it, kicks, and, and does this move where, with all of her force, basically, in a sense, pushes with her legs Lucifer off the top of this building. Because they've climbed up the statue, basically, up the stairs that wrap around it to um, an elevator. And that's where Lucifer comes out. He comes out of an elevator that comes up the statue. So they go into the statue, down, and 
There's barely any guards there because they've gone through pretty much everyone. And Maribel finally gets the justice that she wants. She slits the throat of the High Chancellor and finds out that it bleeds blue or oil or something else. So she, with this new information, that's the end of that. So that, that's the, the end of the second last chapter in Volume 1, The Adventures of Maribel and Ori. Kicking into two, Ori wakes up, or, or kicking into uh, the very last, very last chapter, Ori wakes up. Maribel's gone. He is fucking done, almost. Like, he is, he literally, if you think of, like, a porcelain doll um, that's cracked, and then if you shone light through it, that's basically what he looks like. He's leaking light all over the place. He's erratic. He's definitely not healed and definitely needs rest, but Maribel's not there. Finds out that Maribel is just going after her mom again. And so finally, eventually finds her, but she breaks free. She goes off. She goes into the building. She, this is basically all of like a vision that Ori has seen coming to life in reality in front of his eyes. He watches the love of his life walk into a building in a new Asian con concentration camp and watches it disintegrate in front of his eyes. So now, in this world, he's lost his mom, his best friend, the love of his life, and his child, and is essentially ready to explode. So he walks down, and he basically, on autopilot, walks into this place and destroys, like walks into the concentration camp and just destroys everything, eventually leading to him um, losing control on all of his power, going atomic and exploding and destroying more than likely a four to five hundred mile radius around him, leaving like a massive crater in the planet. Like the world felt this. And that's the end of the adventures of Maribel and Ori. Right? He needed to get to work. Or, sorry, wow, I just read a text from somebody. Um, he wanted to save Maribel, and he exploded. That was it. And that's the end of Volume 1. Volume 2 picks back up and it starts off, like, vol the, the, the very first, in the animated series, or even in, like, the, the cutscene for the video game, if it ever happens. Um, so, in, yeah. Um, it opens up with this very, very slow motion pullback reveal. And... You see the foreground looks very, very light, and the background is looks like it's nighttime. And we slowly pull all the way back till we get back to the concentration camp where it's nighttime and Ori is back, back, back. He's like kneeling down, like basically in a sense asking for forgiveness, asking for direction from like anything. 
in existence that could hear him to basically help him out does not get anything else but we get to like in the other one there's this moment that he has where like he's on his knees and and like the ghost of Maribel is there trying to just beg him beg him beg him beg him because Maribel's in this other world she's got this other adventure that she now has to go on um and She's begging him to just, like, stay in control. And he basically utters, we'll always have prom, and then explodes. So we have that scene again, and what you see is the pullback, 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 slow motion, right? It'll probably be, I want to say, like, three minutes, this introduction of just pulling back. And then all of a sudden, he just we, we see it burst into like full speed and you see the destruction and you you see that what we were watching before is everything before he blew up the just like the seconds before all of these people died so the the last thing we see in the introduction is him being lowered down him like the light side of a lighter side of him and the dark side of him like and i'm almost thinking that they could be black and white versions of him like the like the shade white and the shade black 100% and so or he's being lowered into the underworld where he learns that he has an opportunity for a second chance like uh, throughout the throughout the um throughout his time in the underworld he'll meet characters and whatnot but the things to note are this one um light ori is stuck in dark in, in like if you can imagine the underworld split into two groups light and dark right light ori is stuck with the dark beings and dark ori is stuck with the light beings but Dark Ori, throughout the process, really embraces all of it and becomes this, there's, um, there's like an arena in the underworld to pass time. And Ori is actually legitimately stuck with all of the beings that he killed. They all look mutilated. They all look like really fucked up human goblins. Um, and so... Like humanoid goblins, basically. It's it's uh, I'll eventually be able to draw them. Anyway, so his purpose is basically to find a way to collect himself back together so that he could get back to Earth and stop World War Four from happening. Right, or not necessarily stop World War Four from happening, but to prevent World War Four from happening and stop the new Asian people from kidnapping gifted people, turning them into stuff, and shipping it off and chain like into the United States. So Dark Ori becomes a gladiator basically and becomes one of the top gladiators for whoever runs the underground. And through a chain of events, they've 
hit light Ori and dark Ori fight or battle and dark Ori wins and light Ori the next all, all light Ori wants to do is find a Maribel and get back to the planet and, and, and fulfill his destiny dark Ori on the other hand would like to have if they go back control in the body and that's why they go through all of those things so um or no dark Ori wants to stay he's done he's like fuck all the people fuck all of this shit no it's over like there's no point in going back human beings are awful and, and terrible like he's got dark Ori's got really good points on to why they should never ever ever even help anybody but light Ori is still light Ori and he wants to help now he wants to rescue Maribel wants to get back to earth he wants to save all the people he wants to transfer the soul of the planet into another one he wants to complete his task dark ori doesn't give a fuck he's done dark ori wins dark ori says no we're here and eventually uh then in like probably the next chapter after that sees light ori escaping like finding light or okay hold on let's backtrack a second Within the prison system, or I, it feels like a prison. They're in these, um, they're in in the side of, they're in the earth, but it's like a chasm, and it's the the light and the dark is separated, and they can see each other in in their cells, but the cells are, like imagine a rock face, flush, like and and all of this glass flush to the edge of the rock face, and it's all these like, glass cells that beings are in one after another going all the way down and going as far left and right as you can see and so ori finds a way out well sorry within this um with within the underworld is also the soul of the planet that he needs to rescue which he doesn't know he needs to rescue but he has to like he doesn't know that they're there. He doesn't know who they are. He doesn't even know that he has to rescue them or that they are the ones, that he is the one that's going to transfer them into the next planet. Because who they are are the Earth twins. And not the Earth in their world is called Gaia, so that's what they are known as. And Gaia is the combination of masculine and feminine or masculine energy and feminine energy or electricity and magnetism so the characters are called alex a boy and maggie a girl and ori meets them and they help him escape and in return he promises to help them um transfer into the next stage of their life right because the planet is dying especially without them in the spot that they need to be in. Like they've gone missing and the earth is basically falling apart because they're not there. Because they got, they got basically kidnapped and taken into the underworld. Okay. So Dark Ori and Light Ori go together to, with, um, with Maggie and Alex to Purgatory. And they eventually find Maribel there. And Maribel is literally looping like crazy. Like, she's absolutely batshit insane. And 
doesn't recognize anybody, doesn't know where she is, doesn't understand anything, doesn't, like, it's really, really been fucked up from the, the, her death, right? If you think about it, um, when you see the scenes, what happens is she's inside of the, the building that, before it gets disintegrated, sees her mom, sees, every, like, shuts her, sees, sees all of these people basically being disintegrated and eliminated from life and turned into dust. Shuts her eyes, sees all of these clouds that are surrounding her because she can't get out of the building, popping in front of her, and eventually she pops too. Um, but she doesn't necessarily technically die-die. What happens is um, there's a part of her that goes somewhere else, and there's a part of her that goes into another world where her and her son basically walk it. Um... As, as part of her journey. So I don't know much about her side. I know Ori's side a little bit better. So Maribel will have her own journey in the underworld or afterlife, basically. Let's call it the afterlife, right? And essentially, they'll say that she's too far gone. That whatever damage was done in her life, she... Um, she can't recover from. So, Light Ori defeated. Uh, like, well, here's the thing. Light Ori doesn't necessarily want to give up. And they eventually... So, so how the chain of events goes is... Light Ori um, sees Maribel like this. Knows that it was him that, that caused it. And knows that if he can get back, that he can make different decisions and maybe that'll set her free. But needs to convince Dark Ori to do this. And Dark Ori is not a hard, like not, not an easy sell. He's going to make Ori work for it. But after seeing Maribel in the state he is, and still being Ori, just the darker side of him, still loves the fuck out of this girl. And hates seeing her the way that she is. So when they get back, he agrees. On one condition. To go back. And by back, I mean to a specific time and place before um, their death. Because that's how they get, like, the, he's basically... Um, how, how it will work is this. They get back to the underworld, but before they go in, Dark Ori agrees to go back on one condition, which is that he controls. He's in control. Not Light Ori anymore. So... They go see the, the boss, the king, whatever you want to call him, of the underworld. And Dark Ori says, okay, we've agreed we want to go back and whatnot. And after probably a little convincing, the guy says, okay, you can go. And so the next thing we see is Ori on his knees. And he's back in the concentration camp. And instead of exploding... Oh, no, shit. Um, yeah, 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 sorry. 
instead of exploding, he pulls it all like he almost like lets it go and is able to stop it and pull it back in and use all of that to fight everybody in that place. Get the fuck out um, just in time and basically like or, or not even not even fight everybody, but like basically pulls in like he somewhat explodes, but is able to catch it fast enough to pull that light back in and basically say this. No, not yet. All of them have to die. And time travels out of there. So that's basically how the beginning starts for book three. Is book three will probably open. I just want to see what the time is. Give me a second. Forty-four minutes. Perfect. This one's so much better. The other ones, I would get to like maybe, maybe 10% or less of what I was actually discussing. And it would be like 45 minutes. So we've gone through so much. So here we are. We are at volume three, book one. Volume two was the underworld. And now we're out of that. So now we're getting into volume three, book one. And... Um, Maribel's gone. Like, dead. And I'm thinking that it's very possible that... Oh, no, 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 sorry. I figured something... Like, this is, this is the direction that I'm thinking of going with it. So, let's be real. This has mostly been Ori's story. Maribel's, even though she's in the title, has kind of played... Not necessarily like a co-starring role, but like a supportive role to him. So, Ori, at least Dark Ori, realizes this. Um, and, and understands, on a, on a much now deeper level, that even though he loves the fuck out of this girl, that maybe, 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 they're not meant to be together. And maybe, like, he realizes in the underworld that it was him that caused her, um, I don't want to call it insanity, but, like, her to loop so hard that she can't break free. So, Dark Ori now in charge. They, he approaches, um, Dark Ori, this is, this is what I have in my head for Chain of Events, um, they talk, he talks to all of the gifted, then talks to the transhumans and basically lets everybody know what's going on in New Asia and says that they're the real threat. And the next thing you, um, through, again, chain of events, right? So, um... The, the transhumans and the, the, new, the, the gifted come to a truce. So, Ori has brought peace to the gifted and transhumans because there's a bigger threat. So, they combine together to fight the new Asian army. 
which is right on their fucking border. But on one condition, that Ori, at least, uh, that, that they get an Ori for themselves. If the gifted have an Ori, they should have an Ori too. And they know him well enough that, and they show him all of this stuff. And they're just like, all we have to do, all, 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 you know, like is, is extract your consciousness from here and put it into there. Like they figured it out. They got it from the new age and stuff without Ori losing who he is. Right, or, or something like that. But the idea is this, is that they're going to create a robot version of Ori, which is going to be called Ryan. So, Ori does this process, this procedure and whatnot, and goes back as himself to fight with the gifted and... Or, or no, sorry, my bad. This is new territory for me too, so I'm working through it. But... I would say that Ori splits, because Ori knows how to split now, he splits into two. And, like, this is new shit that he's going to come to the planet with, and, like, he's going to fucking show some amazing new, like, discoveries and whatnot. But he splits into two, and the light side of Ori goes into the robot, and the dark side of Ori doesn't. And what the dark side of Ori does is and it's very possible that i may include like dark ori earlier but you just won't notice him like he'll be in the shadows but you won't notice him like he'll be there but not um, necessarily doing anything and and so what dark ori does in in this vert like this this time is goes back in time to his younger self and says she's not like maybe Maribel's in the bathroom or Mar like it, it's that night it's that that special night where they have sex and he's just like don't sleep with her just be there with her have fun but don't sleep with her you'll uh you'll be doing the world a, a, a big big service if you don't but he does um and then meets up with his younger self. Sorry, that might not happen. But there's going to be an instance where where Dark Ori finds his younger self and says, don't go after this girl. Don't go and save her or whatever. Um, and convinces that kid not to do it. And instead goes off and saves her himself. And a little bit now more mature, he goes off and lets her be the hero of her story and supports her in her quest. So a lot of book three, or sorry, a lot of volume three for Maribel is going to be, um, to be set free from, is, is for her to be set free in pur um, purgatory for, um, there's, the the big reason why she is to be free, I mean, not just because it, it would be good for her to have some sort of sense of co closure to her life, um, but also at the very, very end of, so we're talking book three of volume three, chapter 
like last, last a couple last chapters of that book, right? At the very very end, there's a big battle between the book 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 nine, I guess, of the whole series. The third book in book three is all about like if if book one is about breaking ground, like it is about starting World War Four with New Asia. Then let's say that book two starts off with the sinking of the Statue of Liberty and actual like a, as a false flag, so that the people have been like, oh, it's gotta be the New Asians. Let's go fucking fight them. And so, book two is all about that fight. Book three. Um, so at the end of book two, Ori, Holly, all of them, they fight and like same with like Ryan. Ryan is with him. And they have this massive battle and they're fighting Lucifer again and eventually they destroy Lucifer. But it takes everything out of both light and dark Ori in both of their stages and everybody else um, to defeat him or her. And so... I got distracted by a delivery dude. Um, okay. We're talking about... I'm going to wrap this up soon. Like, this will be done soon. So, we're talking about Maribel and Ori. We're talking about the last book. And at the very, very last scene in... Or, like, yeah, like, last... The very, very last, like, page would be a description of... Watching this dude check for shit. Just found it. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Hold on a second. Which spot are you looking for? Ten fourteen. Ten fourteen. It's gonna be this way. Yeah. This is one zero zero three. I know, I know. It's not, it's not well lit. So yeah, you're looking that way, no problem. And then on that side. Okay, dope. Peace. Got to help people out, right? Got to guide them around. Okay, so to wrap things up, end of book two, in, or like let's say book eight of the whole series. Volume 3, where um, Ori collapses. Pretty much everyone's wiped out, and you see these um, machines that you've... Like, like um, vehicles and whatnot that you've never, ever seen before. They look futuristic, in a sense, but they're still, like, some of them are terrain, some of them are flying. Like, it looks like an army coming at them. And we'll find this out in book, like the next book, that it's the Union and this is their power. This is what they really have. Now, something that I've forgotten to discuss throughout this whole thing is throughout the whole um, series, there's this place called New Atlantis that the Union want to have built for them to be a floating city in the sky, the first of its kind that... Um, and taking Atlanta 
or not Atlanta, Georgia, and floating it in the sky. So throughout Ori's, um, throughout the, the whole series, the nine, the nine books, the three volumes, whatever you want to call it, there will be this, there will be just information coming slowly, um, but you'll slowly start to see this floating city, and it'll be realized at the very, 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 very end. And the last, the last book is, the, the last book is about Ryan, who is the, who was once Light Ori, and is now a machine robot with Ori's consciousness in it, but the ability to fight like Ori, which means that this robot also has, because it has connected to itself completely and the components of itself in the planet and is basically just Ori in machine state can still do all the powerful stuff that Ori does. This robot spent, because he, like, it's very possible that um, Ryan was like, his head was decapitated from the body or something like that, but he watches, he gets, or he's just too damaged and like it's left as scrap but watches as the Union drag Ori and maybe a few other gifted away. So. Book, the very last book in the entire series, and this volume three is called The Adventures of Ryan and Star. And um, A lot of Ryan and Star. So Star is a companion robot based on um, the based on Maribel and based on another, like and and then based on another female character that was in Ori's life and then other people, like other. So Ryan and Star they go and fight, and and their whole purpose now is to take on the union and really because you see it at the 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 end of it at the end of sorry i'm losing steam so i want to just wrap this up quickly at the end of book two of volume three always collapse the union's coming at the beginning of book three of volume three you don't see Ori, you don't, you see Ryan and Star, and I, how I would want to do it is, um, of, I think at the very end, not at the beginning of it, I think at the beginning you would see, um, Ryan working on stuff, like working on, on putting together machines and shit like that. And at the end, you see him and, like, a small army of robots. And they're looking straight at Atlantis. Now, or sorry, New Atlantis. And New Atlantis is now floating in the sky. And they're coming to rescue Ori. Um... All the while, in their own adventure on the side, and this is the stuff that I don't know yet, so I still need to figure this stuff out. 
Maribel and Ryan are doing their own thing. So, like, Maribel goes and saves her mom. They kill the Chancellor. They do a whole bunch of things. Right? Like, it's possible that a couple of actions and, like, one unbeknownst to anybody else sets off World War Four. Um, but the purpose for the... to set Maribel free is always going to need her or at least would like her in the very last battle that he has. He doesn't even know this yet. Um, at least Dark Ori has a, a sense of like, he just loves this girl and wants to set her free. But what we don't know is that at the very end, so once Ori is freed from New Atlantis, the very last battle begins and it's the battle of um, Ori on his own Versus the power of the Union and all of their forces, while Ori um, attempts to transfer, trans transfer the soul of the planet, who were the ones, along with Ori, keeping, with, and, and a few other people, keeping New Atlantis in the sky. They were the power sources to it. And so, Ryan and Star save them. I don't know if Ryan and Star make it out of New Atlantis, but they definitely save Ori. Ori then goes to where he is meant to pull the, the soul of the planet out. So he, like, he walks... It's, it's complicated. I have scenes written. The gist of it is... Um, the, his, his heart dies at the end of, or his heart is dying at the end of the book, book, book two in volume three, right? At the very end, when he collapses, his heart's dying. So the union replaces heart with a synthetic heart that is basically almost better than his regular heart. Like, it's so super fucking close that you can't tell, but Alex and Maggie can. So instead of replacing his heart, they walk to, um, they walk, or, or sorry, they, they combine together to give him, like, to become his heart. And so, he walks to, he, he walks to the area where he's meant to essentially put them back into their position of where they're meant to be before the transfer happens. And as he gets to the spot, the Union Army shows up for this big battle. But as he's walking in his head, he's starting to pull all of the beings that he has met throughout his entire life to, to come and help fight with him because he has learned the ability of being able to use memory as, I guess, a weapon. And so he, this is how it would look. He's walking in, let's say, a desert but in his head, he's walking in grassland, like in the meadow and whatnot. And with him, um, you get to see Doodle again. Because Ryan helped Maribel get saved, you get to see her. Um, right, I have to backtrack a bit. Um, I think what happens is... 
I almost still think Maribel dies, but I don't know, right? Um, she comes back in another form, like in, in, in kind of like ghost form, in a sense, or like inner world form for Ori to help him fight. But what's very possible is that Dark, like Maribel dies, Dark Ori teams, like finds Ryan again. They go and fight the battle or fuck it. I think it would be even just as cool and to hear me out on this if Ryan and Star meet back up with um, Dark Ori and Maribel and then they have this battle and it's not clear right now whether or not Maribel or anybody lives through that battle but when we get to the final 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 battle the very end of the entire series As Ori is walking to his fight, and not necessarily, like, he, he knows that he's going to fight. It's Dark Ori, by the way. Because um, Light Ori is Ryan. And it's possible that Ryan is with him, like, beside him. Um, and it's possible that, that Ryan is done. And, but Dark Ori is still there. Or, or, or. It's possible that when they reconnect, Dark Ori, like when they save him, because Dark Ori is so weak, um, Light the Ryan Light Ori uh, allows Dark Ori to remove him from the his his robot body and put him back into his regular body and take over again. So let's do that. Now, Light Ori is fighting the Union, but it's in his head. But the Union have technology that can see that. So, this big battle happens after Ori helps Maggie and Alex in now, not physical form, but in like light form. I want you to like imagine a being kneeling down onto the Earth and putting their hand onto it, and from their palm, light going into the planet and going down like chain lightning or roots into the planet and eventually going into the center of the planet where Maggie and Alex get back into their physical forms, get into these like little pods, give each other thumbs up and within seconds um, break the break the, the crust of the, or not the crust, but the break through the planet, like the, the, the break through the surface and right through Ori and if you can imagine a beam of light going from the planet, like a big beam of light going through the planet up through Ori's feet and then through his crown and he's basically in a sense motionless arms behind him like he's just there floating with this army pointing all of their guns at him or not even at him at something that they see in front of them and once the once the light goes through his body, it jars one of the, and, and he starts to float. It jars, like it, 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 yeah, I guess it jars or whatever it is. One of the new Asian, not new Asian, sorry, um, the Union Army guys, and they fire. Doodle takes the first blow, passes on, like, and, and that's the end of, of, of like, his little dude. Um, but a lot of the characters that come back or uses their gifts to his advantage So like some of them give shields some of them attack some of them give defenses some of them do spells some of them do this and that you know what I mean and So 
as this battle goes on, eventually the Union break through the defenses, eventually the, the gifted that are on Ori's side, they begin to disappear because they get hit and whatnot. But what, um, what is happening is as Ori is transferring the data of the planet from its, uh, from, from, I guess, the Earth to the next one, the the beings that are essentially killed off on his end they come back stronger like they it's it's almost as if they like reappear or respawn and the more that they respawn the less that the union can attack like the less damage that the union can give to them like it's almost as if they can't even fucking hit them like they're they're holograms that can just attack and do shit and so they, they, they all come back and basically neutralize the threat of the Union. Ori is successful, and the very last thing that we see is Agent K looking at the body of Ori on the ground, unconscious, basically, essentially dead. And he just puts on his glasses and walks away from everything. Like, if he were to, like, imagine a row of people fighting, like a row of the Union Army, like rows and rows and rows of the Union Army, and like Agent K just walks through them, looks at Ori, puts on his glasses, and walks the other way. Like turns around and just walks in the other direction, past all the guards, and just basically out of there. And besides like maybe some stuff to wrap up, that's basically it. So I still really need to figure out Maribel's story, but I think it would be really good to focus the third book. The the second so the second volume for Maribel is her um her walking with her son through stuff. And and I don't exactly know how that's gonna turn out. I haven't gotten shit from that. But that's my idea for that. And then in the next one it's basically her getting to accomplish and conclude her life the way that it was originally meant to be. Like, not necessarily originally meant to be, but Ori stops her from going to rescue her mom. And if he never did, it's very possible that she does rescue her, get her home, and everything's okay. But instead, they go and fight the Chancellor. And because of that, or is too weak to protect her when she goes to actually save her mom and it's too late anyways and she disintegrates. Ryan tries to just set those things to the side and help Maribel fulfill the life that she actually deserves to live and set her free. So... Maribel still has a lot of work on her journey, but that's basically where I've gotten to so far. I hope that that was enough, and I hope that that wasn't too much. But an hour and 11 minutes isn't bad. So now, please ask questions. Even, even if you think that they're silly or dumb, or you're just super interested or curious or whatever it is, please ask questions. Because it helps develop the story. 
And if you have ideas for like what Maribel can do, always, always, always interested. But that's what we have so far. Or at least that's what I have so far. Okay? Peace.